You're gonna need a bigger boat. I love you. I know. Here's Johnny! Where we're going, we don't need roads. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. To infinity and beyond! He turns to me and he says, Why so serious? Hey, hi, hello, how are you? And welcome back to Watch It Again. This week we're talking about The Departed, directed by Martin Scorsese, which came out in 2006. As always, I'm your host, Jacob, and with me is... Kat. And... Nick. So, uh, The Departed, Martin Scorsese, 2006, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, Jack Nicholson, Mark Wahlberg, um, Alec Baldwin, Martin Sheen, and Vera Farming. I think that's name? how you say it. Yeah, I, I wrote it down. And I was like, oh, I'm going to struggle with this tomorrow morning. <laughs> I was oh, waiting no. for you to say it first before yeah. I tried yeah. to pronounce it. <laughs> it's like I wrote down the cast list and thinking, every week there's always one. And yeah. I'm like, oh no, this is going to be hard. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. So The Departed's a remake of the 2002 Hong Kong film Infernal Affairs. It won four Academy Awards in 2007 for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, and Best Film Editing. Yeah, pretty yeah, pretty good. Um, it was also up for Best Actor for Leo yep. and Best Supporting Actor for Mark Wahlberg and someone else. Probably Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd say. I was like, yeah, the shining guy. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, so it follows the story of, um, I suppose you could say, Leonardo DiCaprio is the main character, uh, Billy Costigan. So, no. Yeah. Sullivan's the other guy. Yeah. So Billy Costigan, he went through the academy and he had... Stop yeah, twisting. No, I, I you can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> he had con- his family had connections to different various criminal organisations in the city. The Irish mob and in the Boston the area. The police officers didn't think he was actually wanted to be a cop. They originally thought that he was meant like kind of trying to infiltrate, but instead they then use him because he's you know actually trying to do the right thing and wants to be a cop and wants to be responsible and he wants to separate himself from his family. And so they use him to infiltrate the Irish mob and be an informant. So they charge him with assault and battery, which is kind of what they think is a fitting charge. He does prison time, gets out of prison, and then... So it's all a show to look like, you know, he's not a cop, he's been to prison. Yeah. Like, it's this whole thing. And then he infiltrates the Irish mob, led by Frank Costello, played by Jack Nicholson. Or is at the same time, there's a different cop that's just come through the academy, played by Matt Damon, which is Sergeant Colin Sullivan who was essentially semi-raised by Frank Costello mm. and is the inside man in the police department tipping off Costello at every turn on every point because he knows. And he just rises through those ranks. And, he, yeah, he rises through the ranks to become the officer trying to find the mole in the police department. So he's the officer trying to find himself, himself. <laughs> which makes it really easy to cover your own tracks when you're leading the investigation into <laughs> yourself. Yeah, this is 
the first time I'd watched this. I think same for yep, Nick. Same I'd seen it so many times and I absolutely love this movie. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, it's great. Like I got home from work last night and I was like, oh, it's two and a half hours. Like it was 10.30. I'm like, mm. oh, this is going to be like, it isn't anything like the boyhood. This is going to be like a bit of a slog at this time of yeah. night. But it it went quickly. Like it, it was, a yeah, the, I was the enjoying last couple my, have yeah. been pretty brisk. I was enjoying it. And I wasn't like I was sitting there in bed watching it, and I didn't. I wasn't even starting to feel tired. Like you know, when like, sometimes you're watching a movie, and, like yeah. your eyes start to get I was engaged in this like the full time. Mm. Like oh holy shit, what's going to happen next? Like it yeah. was a proper. It's just a good like this every story beat. It's it's the pacing. I suppose is the word I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah. Of this, it's really well set out, and it kind of the twists and turns along the way, and you know different things kind of happen. Like oh shit, oh like. Just every story point kind of yeah, takes you in a new direction, and you kind of you can sort of pick where it's gonna go, hundred percent, and yeah. then it kind of goes in a semi different way. Mm. Yeah, and also like watching it uh, the whole time, I was thinking like, who's the main character here? Is it Leo or Matt Damon? And it's I feel like it's both of them, honestly. Yeah, and I kind of I, that kind of gives you the like conflict. You're like, oh wait, which one am I siding with? Until yeah. like. A certain point, you're like, oh, wait, I no, do, this one sucks. I really like, though, that... Because I feel like a lot of other kind of gangster or mob movies, you only see the gangster side or you only see the police investigation yeah. side. Whereas you get both and it's told so well. Like, you could have a movie like this and it just be so, like, such a mindfuck to get your head around. Yeah. But it's just set out, plain and simple, but it's just so engaging because <laughs> your two main characters like leo's the he's in the mob and he's informing the police so you're seeing everything that he does and everything he finds out and then you can see the police have that information mm. and then you can see everything the police are doing and then the mob finding out because matt damon's character is informing yeah. them and you can kind of see this back and forth and they're both trying to find the mole in each other yeah and they're both trying to find each other yeah and like matt damon's kind of like really wants to find out who Leonardo DiCaprio's character is and he's like determined to find mm. this guy. Because obviously his identity yeah. is under wraps. And then Leo's character almost catches Matt Damon. Like he comes so close to catching Matt Damon's character and almost arrests like almost arrests him like halfway through the film and like mm. it's so close. And it's just such like this kind of cat and mouse game mm. with each other. They're both the cat and both yeah. the mouse. <laughs> and it makes it such like a great story to see these two opposing sides. But like the characters they could like the characters that they connect with mm. are the same. Mm. Yeah. So you see like the same like police bosses and it's this really and like everyone in that police department, like the three kind of main bosses you've got like Mark Wahlberg's character is just fucking phenomenal. This loose, so, so just this cr- like how many times do cops punch other cops in the face in this film? Yeah. I, I couldn't take him seriously, like for most of this, though. Like. Yeah, yeah, it was just, and yeah, so you got Mark Wahlberg's character who's just. Can I just say, I love his accent. I oh. don't know if it's his, uh, like his actual accent or if he put it on a bit, but it's so good. He's done it in a couple other movies. Yeah, yeah. I like think in it Ted, is. I think it is. He's his got that real strong Boston, Boston accent, yeah. and I. A Boston accent, I feel, it's just the funniest. He probably puts on a little bit. Yeah, you probably, like, like you amplify it. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I feel like a Boston accent is just, like, 
this jarring version of the Amer- like an American yeah. accent. Like it's it just is. so, it's so far, jarring. and it's so different to kind of like you really have to concentrate yeah. to understand him sometimes. And it's because like, like a lot of America, like you kind of think or we kind of think a lot of it's the same accent. Oh, it's and not. you get to no, that, but but that's the one where you're like Boston. But, but then you like, kind of yeah. like there's that kind of northeastern <laughs> corner states. Mm. Where you've got Massachusetts and the Boston accent, you've got the New Jersey accent. There's all these different accents because it's all the different Im- immigrant groups that came across from Europe, mm. Mm. and it's that mixing of the their accent with the American accent that creates all these little pockets. Yeah. Whereas everything else, like it's kind of gone mm. to like the rest of America. It's more just. It's so funny. I watched this yeah. movie and then I watched Logan Lucky, and that's like a super strong Southern accent. Yeah. So I was just like, Whoa. what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then um, so Alec Baldwin plays kind of like. Who? What does he play? Is he? He's a, like a head cop. Yeah, because so he's, he's like the not head a detective. Of, no, I think he's a but like he's. He's running a bit. Yeah, so Martin Sheen and Mark Wahlberg run the undercover unit. Yeah, and they're they're both in, they're the only two that know the identities of all the undercover cops. Alec Baldwin is in charge of like everyone else. So he's kind of he like, must be in charge yeah, of the detectives. He's in then. charge of like the yeah. detectives in that department. So they're kind of like the two like different on that floor. They're like the two like they're mm. the bosses of everyone there. Yeah. And there's a great scene at this like near the start, and there's like a meeting mm. with like Matt Damon and everyone, and like Mark Wahlberg and Alec Baldwin are like the front of the room, and Mark um, Wahlberg kind of just like unleashes on these people and just walks out, and Alec Baldwin's characters were like. He's not usually like this. He's usually like a really nice guy. <laughs> it's like, are you sure? Because every time we see him in this movie, he is like that. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, don't, you know, it's not a great first impression. And I thought that was just really funny. And like Mark Wahlberg was like, just go, have a go, fuck yourself. To like, it's just. Oh, the word fuck is used oh, so many times. It's in this. just constant. It's just like but every it, it second fits. word. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it's just so. And it, yeah, I think like. Obviously, it's a Martin Scorsese film. Yeah. And it feels like a Martin Scorsese film. Like, it's just absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And there's so many just wild camera movements just randomly throughout this film. Mm. Like, there's one, like, Mark Wahlberg's talking in, and there's this massive, like, quick pan across him. And then it cuts to Alec Baldwin, and there's a massive quick pan back the other way, and it's just all these... But it's not a jarring thing. It's just a cool little... Yeah. There's this little camera thing through the whole thing. But there's two, there's the same effect is used twice in this film, and they're both at like massive story points. So there's like a circle with a black background that expands mm-hmm. near the side of the mm-hmm. film, and it's when Matt Damon's um, character arrives at the police precinct, and he's kind of there, and it's gone from because he was kind of like going it on his own through the academy. Mm. And he rocks up there and it's just this kind of circle, like it's just this little circle on him and the rest of the shot's black and it expands to show the whole building. And it's used to show he was on his own and now he's part of this greater thing. So his world's expanding. Mm. And it's showing like he's now part of this entire police force and he's with working with all these people. But later on when he becomes in charge of trying to find the mole and he has to investigate everyone in the squad. He gets his own office, he gets closed off and no one wants to talk to him because he's going to go through everyone's bank records and personal, like all their personal information. Mm. And that effect comes back, but it starts off 
a shot of him like looking through the window in the precinct and the black circle closes in and then it just shows him. So it's showing that all these people he was with, it's now closing back to being on his own and it's just him again and it closes back in around him. You know, I never noticed that in all the years I've watched yeah. this movie. I never and thought yeah, about that. And it's, just, it's the only two times in the film that that effect is there mm. and it's his world opening and then his world closing around him as we start to get towards the end and it kind of gets closing in towards him. And it's just a little like story, like kind of like using that effect to convey you know, the narrative. And I thought that was a really cool little touch that's in there. Did you also notice the, that everyone who died at some point in the movie had an X yeah. in frame with them? Did you notice that? No. So this is like a really <laughs> well, this is a really well known fact about this movie. Um, that Scorsese put in. And so every character who dies, so Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio, Martin Sheen, um, I don't know, who else? Whoever else died. Yeah. I think that's it, yeah. They, at some point in the movie, or at multiple points, they are shot and there is some sort of structure that's shaped as an X or there's like lighting that has an X or like carpet or something. And yeah, they all die. Yeah, and, and I'd seen that. Like, I saw that like, on YouTube before yeah. I saw this, and that's what. And you kept yeah. an eye out for and it. Yeah, <laughs> and I knew that's how I knew everyone died. I'm like, ah. Yeah, I think the the best shot of it is when um, DiCaprio is walking through the airport. I think it is. Yeah. And it's like along that walkway, mm. and it's just like X's, white yeah. X's. Got a little. Yeah. Oh, thing on it, there, yeah. yeah. Um, whenever anybody is killed on screen or talks about murder, Scorsese had a hidden X position somewhere in the frame, as a homage to the 1932 version of Scarface, another of Scorsese's favourite movies, which does the same thing. There you go. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Learn something new. Yeah, it's very interesting. Mm. So yeah. I didn't realise either that this movie was based on. Hong Kong movie and it's kind of like a it it's actually based on three Mm. there's um, Infernal Affairs one two and three and I think it's all kind of mishmashed together but it works really well Mm. yeah but I really want to go and watch this movie now Infernal Affairs yeah Yeah, it was um up for an Oscar I think I think, or it was like talks of it being up for an Oscar but just never but it just never eventuated but um. It's got really good reviews and stuff, so I'd like to see what it's yeah. based on. The original choice to play Mark Wahlberg's character was um, Ray Liotta. Who's that? He was in um, he was in Goodfellas, uh, and mm. also Dennis Leary. But then they went with Mark Wahlberg, who was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, that's mm. probably better. Um, Honestly, I think Leo should have won an Oscar for this. <coughs> oh, he was yeah. oh, phenomenal. Mm. Yeah, I would have picked him to get an Oscar for this over The Revenant. I wonder who, who won Best Actor in 2007. Let me have a look. But um, while you're looking at that, this film has a very star-studded class. Like, there's a lot of big names in this film. In that 50% of this film's $90 million budget went to the actors. Yeah. Oh, wow. So this movie cost $90 million. $45 million of that <coughs> was just an actor salary. Far out. And, like, that's a lot. And, like, you think of something like you think of a modern movie yeah. with like a star like probably Avengers Endgame is probably your best example. Mm. It costs, what, 300 and something 
million dollars oh, to make. Fifty yeah, like of that, at least. But not even, but it would, not even fifty percent of that would be actor salary. No. Like it'd be under a hundred million. It'd just be Robert Downey Jr. Mm. And yeah, Robert Downey Jr. would be <laughs> the bulk yeah. of that. And like for this, yeah, like it's a huge, mm. like when you're spending, and then for a movie that has, essentially, z- minimal special effects. Like other than like gunshot wounds, and gun stuff. like gunshots, gunshot wounds, a body falling off a roof, mm. like there's not much like yeah. everything's filmed on like sound stages and stuff because anything any shot that has a window outside you can tell it's just like a background yeah like it's not you know they're not spending money to so you know you've essentially got 45 million dollars to play with to make this film I think is your it, production budget i think too like the lack of special effects is a really a testament to it because it kind of adds to that grittiness and oh, that yeah. like dirty kind of feeling that it has uh, the moment that caught me by surprise and it's like a special effects moment is when Martin Sheen's um, Queen and the, he's like the head of the mm. undercover cops flies off the roof because yeah. like the gangsters like catch up with him yeah and he just goes splat yeah right in front and of Leonardo DiCaprio was like standing like right there and just gets sprayed yeah with blood and I was like Oh, like that's and then he checks his pulse and it's yeah. like he just got sprayed with blood. He is not alive. <laughs> he's got pushed off a seven story building and landed uh, flat on the road. Like Poor guy. No. <laughs> yeah, just full checks his pulse and I was like, Come on, mate. You know he's dead. You'd be in shock though. Like yeah. if a body just fell in front of you. Oh, I'd be yeah. like, what the <laughs> And obviously like the body that you see, you just see Martin Sheen's body laying there, like mm. in a pool of blood. Mm. In reality, that'd be so oh, twisted and yeah. like yeah. it you'd would be, probably pop. You'd be mushed. Yeah, it'd just be. Oh. Did you expect DiCaprio to die the way he did? No, I was not expecting that at all. That's such Holy a good death shit. scene. Holy <laughs> shit! Like, so. Can we? Yeah, let's yeah, talk about um, the final. Bit. So, after Martin Sheen's character dies. Matt Damon kind of works his way into being in charge of the undercover agents, but can't get into the files still because Mark Wahlberg's character is like, I'm not giving you this information, no way. Mm. And essentially like, takes a leave of that. Well, he quits. Yeah, quits. Yeah. Was going to be forced to take a leave of that, so he's like, no, nah, I'm out of here, stuff this. So he has the phone that Martin Sheen's character used to contact Leo. And calls Leonardo DiCaprio's character, and kind of like to you know I'm in charge now, and they eventually like go okay they're gonna meet and like so they meet on the roof of the building that Martin Sheen had been thrown off, mm. and then kind of Leo gets the jump on Matt Damon's carriage and puts the gun on him. And then one of the other cops comes up and there's kind of like a bit of a standoff. And he's like, you know, like Leo's character's like, you know who I am. Like, you know, don't kill me. He's like, Matt Damon's character's, yeah. Matt Damon's character's like, he's the mole. Like, I've got tapes. I've got evidence. Like, don't kill me. I'm Mm. taking him downstairs. I'm arresting him. Like, I'm taking him in. Matt Damon's character has deleted Leo's file because he ended up getting, like, in a conversation with him. Yeah, Yeah, got access and got the password and then deleted him. So no one else knows he's a cop except for essentially... Matt Damon's character and Mark Wahlberg's character are the only two people alive mm-hmm. that know he's still a cop. 
and Mark Wahlberg's character's gone. Mm. So they come downstairs and they get in the elevator and they go down. And one of the other cops... So at this point, Matt Damon has been handcuffed. Yes, handcuffed, gun to the back Le- of the head. Yeah. Leo drags him into the elevator. They're going down. And one of the cops on Matt Damon's unit, like as soon as the elevator door... like The elevator door opens and you can't see out. And then Leo's just shot in the head. Like straight in the forehead. He, that's it. And you're like, what? Like, my mum was like, who the hell just shot? Were like, you watching this with your mum? No. I was like, <laughs> oh. whoa, like who the hell just shot? Because all at this point... All of Jack Nicholson's gang is dead. Like, they all got, like, a jump on them. They've all been killed. Mm. So I'm thinking, who has just shot Leah? Like, who's left that's on, like, Frank Costello's side? Like, who is this? Who's, there's another, I'm thinking, I was genuinely thinking he was going to be Mark Wahlberg. Really? My initial thought was, Mark Wahlberg's going to be outside the elevator. At the start, I thought he was on his side, but no. Yeah, I'm thinking, oh, like, this is going to be like this this eureka moment, and he's just going to be like, ha, like, hi, like, and I, no, and then it's just this (laughs) other cop that's like kind of through the movie, they went through the academy with Matt Damon. Yeah, just kind of a side character. Yeah, and he's like, oh, did you think you were the only one on his payroll? And he like, gets Matt Damon like out of the handcuffs. The other cop comes down the other elevator and then he gets shot. And like, oh yeah, that's always like, you know, that was gonna happen, like. Mm. And then, you know, Matt Damon gets out of the gets let out of the handcuffs, picks up the gun, and just shoots the other cop in the head. That he he's like he like asks him for his gun to like yeah. clean it. He's like, Oh, can I see that? And yeah, because like, he goes like gets around, like a like, cloth out to like wipe the fingerprints off it and then just shoots him in the head too, and I was like Whoa, okay. So Matt Damon's just like, no one now knows. Yeah. No one knows that he's the mole. Even though there's no one for him to be the mole for anymore, he can't get busted for being the mole. Mm. And like kind of wipes the gun off and puts it back down and then tells the story to the other cops when they arrive of what actually Mm. happened. And he kind of just goes on. Yeah. Woo. Bastard. How dare Matt Damon win this? <laughs> well, does he? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about Frank Costello's death? Did you expect him to die the way he did? Sorta. I didn't think it was going to be Matt Damon that did. I honestly thought Leo would be the one yeah. to shoot him. But it was a fitting sort of... It's almost, yeah, a little bit yeah. poetic. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. So I didn't think, though, like the first time I watched this movie, I didn't think he would die like halfway through. Because he's yeah. like a major player in the movie. Yeah. But it kind of, I think it's good for the story. Like, you know, all the gangsters are dead. Yeah. But yeah, you've still got to. Yeah, but you've just this yeah. internal thing. Because yeah. you've yeah. still got to figure. Yeah, there's still the conflict between <clears throat> Leo's character and Matt Damon's character. You've still got to kind of yeah. resolve the issue in the cops of who's the mole and who's, you know. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I love the moment when. Like, just for the gangsters die, like, they're about to drive away, and Leo knows the cops are coming. Yeah. Mm. Like, and he's like, oh. Like he's about to get in the car and then like to the driver of that front. He's like, oh, Frank asked me to check out the back and just walks off. <laughs> check for what? Exactly. So they kind of like start driving away and Leo kind of just sneaks off yeah, so he doesn't get killed. Yeah. 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 And he's kind of just like, yeah, I'm out of here because there's about to be a massive gunfight and I don't want to be involved in that because I'll just get shot. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I'm just going to sneak out the back. Uh, and like because of that, that's when I thought, oh. When like Jack Nicholson's character was running away, I thought he was they were gonna meet. Yeah. And it was gonna be like a standoff thing. He's gonna be like, What are you doing here? Like yeah. and there's been a conversation, like, holy shit, like, you're the mole. Mm. And then Leo would just be like, 
See you later. Bang. Yeah, I would have liked that more, I think. Yeah, that's what I honestly thought was about to happen. Mm. I liked it because he... I liked... Because <coughs> Jack Nicholson's character essentially raised Matt Damon. Yeah. So it was yeah. like him... I don't know, like cutting off a part of himself. Yeah. Essentially. And every time he calls him throughout the film, because he calls him like within earshot of so many other cops. Yeah. But he says, hey, dad. Yeah. So that's like the cover. That's other things I'm not like, you know. Be home for yeah, I'm not going to be home for supper. It's kind of like the cover, like, get out of there. The cops yeah. are coming. Like, and yeah, yeah. Like, like it's, but also like it's kind of a fitting thing that he calls him dad mm. because of the relationship that they share. He's essentially is a father figure for him. Like, yeah. kind of, he was being raised, like, my dad's being raised by his aunt. Mm. And then he kind of like look like looked out for him from like a young age. Well, yeah, one of the first scenes yeah. is Jack Nicholson walking into a grocery Do- yeah. store and basically Buys, yeah. buying him groceries. Yeah, he's yeah. like, "Oh, you're such and such as kid. Kid, yeah. you live with your aunt. You know how's she yeah. going?" And so I'll like, oh, give him some loaves of bread, give him some milk, and all this stuff, and like buys him groceries. Like you know, you go look after her now. Yeah. If you ever need any help, like Let come know. to this place, and you know. And then he does, and he starts working for him, like, from a young age. And yeah. Also, how the cops not know this? Like, when he went for, like, through recruitment. Also, yeah. that, that's a lot of food to go through before it all expires. Yeah, there was so much <laughs> bread of milk for, like, a little kid and an old woman. Hey, he's growing. He's a growing But, yeah, boy. it was kind of like, my whole thing through this was, from a young age, if you're constantly around this mobster mm. and you're working for him, and then you go and apply to be a police officer. How do the state police not know this? Yeah, you think they'd be like, mm. they'd be. You'd have to know. You'd do some sort of like background yeah, check. Yeah, it's like, oh, but they, who you've worked at, with. You've worked at Frank Costello's garage for the last ten years. They, like they even said his records clean though. Yeah, and they're the only like Frank. Unless the only, yeah. like someone who like a a, a mole within, within. Yeah, within it must be. Yeah, cleaned it. Mm. Yeah, that's the only thing. I could, yeah, I was like, what? That's yeah. the only plot hole. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think you just kind of. Plugged it though, yeah. With like, the, obviously, he would have had yeah. other, he has other members because well, he kind yeah, of like, shows I, he's like, I own the police, yeah, yeah, you know, and like, he's an FBI informant, supposedly. Oh, true, and that's why it never goes to a federal case, yeah, because yeah. they keep trying to make it a federal case, and the FBI keeps rejecting them mm. because he's giving them names of other criminals in the city, yeah, and around the country. So he's like, Oh, this person's doing this, mm. and they kind of, and it's a real thing in America in the past that like they've been like, Oh, you know they've let one gang member keep going mm. because it helps them mm. stop the rest. So that gang member, like that gang leader essentially be- gets a monopoly on a city, mm. but helps police. The police kind of like, yeah, no, it's okay. Mm. Cause you're helping us do all this other stuff. It's not really, but it's really not like he's murders so many people. Yeah. So many people get killed in this film. Yeah. <laughs> so, La- Do you want to talk about last scene? You can, yeah. Sure. So, um, Matt Damon's character, Sullivan, thinks he's fine and dandy and gotten away with everything. And he comes home one day. Beautiful where there's moment. an X on the carpet. Where there, yeah, yeah, where there's an X on the floor. Um, walk, opens his front door with his groceries and sees... <coughs> um, Shit, I've just had a minute. Like Mark Wahlberg's Marky character. Mark. <laughs> Marky Mark. <laughs> His character standing there with like a full on, what's it What's it called? Like a bio suit or something. Yeah. Well, no, he's just got like bags oh, on his yeah, shoes. Oh, yeah, bags like, on his shoes and clothes. like gloves and stuff yeah. on. Oh, it should have been like bread bags, like the same. <laughs> yeah. That would have been pretty <laughs> funny, yeah. Bread from when he was a kid. Just got him out of the kitchen. <laughs> 
Um, and he's standing there with a gun and just shoots him. Blows his brains out. With the door open too. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's families the... in the hallway Yeah, and just well. leaves the door open and just walks off. He's like, yeah. see you later. <laughs> I love it though because... You don't. It's not just a shot of Mark Wahlberg's character. Yeah. You get a pin up from the shoes, and you're like, yeah. "Oh shit, someone's here to kill him." But I also think because um, we haven't really touched on Vera Farmiga's character is dating um, Matt Damon, but also sleeping with Leonardo DiCaprio, which is not a little inconnecting. Yeah, and thing. she doesn't know obviously yeah. who they. And that bait, and she's like, is it, "She tells him she's pregnant." That's what that note is, isn't it? Yeah. Because she shows him yeah. like a photo or something. Yeah, she yeah. shows him a mammogram. Kid's 100% oh, a 100% Leo's. Ultrasound. Yeah, that kid is 100% Leo's from... Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. But um, Because that's why she's so upset at the yeah. funeral. <laughs> and she finds out, like Leo tells her that Mark, that uh, Matt Damon's the mole. She, he sends her some of the tapes. Well, he sends Matt Damon yeah. the tapes and then she, and she listens to them. To and because like, she's obviously still alive, I think she tells Mark Wahlberg's character. Like she's, she's the one that... She's got him. Yeah. And that's why he comes back and shoots Matt Damon. Either that or he's because just it's really re- pissed yeah. off. <laughs> I think it's because re- he finds out he's the mole. Oh, my God. Sorry. What my watch, my Siri on my watch just went off. Yeah, so Mark Wahlberg's character finds out that Matt Damon's character is the mole. Yeah. And comes back to kill him as revenge because it's his fault that Martin Sheen gets killed. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's like, "Fuck you," and just it's literally yeah, it's, all Matt Damon's fault. Yeah, everything in this movie. Yeah, asshole. And then the last scene is a picture of a is like a CGI rat on the balcony. Yeah, so poetic. And his obsession with the golden dome. Yeah, what's the go with that? I don't know. I don't even know what that building is. I think it's it's a homage to something else in yeah. another movie because yeah. I'm like. It's like a motif throughout the whole movie. Yeah, he just always stares at it. Yeah. So, so strange. Yeah. Such a good movie, though. <coughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's, like, close to one of my faves. 100%. Like, even though I knew the ending, I was like, no, this is sick. Like, I love, like, <laughs> this is mystery. This bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jacob, would you watch it again? I really, really would. Yeah, I think you should watch it again, like, somewhat soonish, because... So much happens, and <coughs> now that you know what happens, yeah. you can kind of like pick, pick things up. up. Yeah, yeah. 100%. The Golden Dome of the State House symbolizes Colin Sullivan's dream of becoming a powerful man. Frank Costello has always taught him to have a lot of ambition, and Colin has turned the ambition toward non the non criminal world. Interesting. So it just symbolizes ambition and power. So you'd watch it again? I'd watch it yeah, again. Yeah, definitely. I'll definitely watch the, what was it, what's it called? Infernal? Infernal Affairs. Yeah, Infernal Affairs, yeah. yeah. Um, they're all on Netflix. So oh, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. This th- wasn't on Netflix? No, no, I thought it was. I watched it on Foxtel On Demand. Uh, I'd I had it on iTunes. YouTube. Yeah. Because I looked it up on Google and it had, you know, Google Play, YouTube, oh, yeah. Foxtel. And I was like, yes, I don't <laughs> have to pay for this. <laughs> Score. Uh, uh, um, so I guess three things I liked slash disliked. One thing I disliked, and it's the only other note I have written on this page. There's I've, so on my page I've got the director, cast list, <coughs> the fact that it's a remake, and the Academy Award list. And I've got one other thing written down, and it's the one thing I disliked about this film. 
Oh, mm. no. Vera Flaminga's character brings food to Matt Damon and goes, hey, do you want a French donut? Says the words French donut for a fucking croissant. <laughs> and it pissed me off so much. And I like I wrote it down. I'm like, when I get to things I like and dislike, I'm mentioning I this. I thought it was going to be no. like something with the something score. I like wanted, I was like, I'm going to come through this television and throat punch you <laughs> for calling a croissant a French donut. <laughs> Seriously. I've never heard that. I was like, who calls it a French donut? And she's holding a plate with a croissant on it. And my brain just exploded in rage. I was just like, what are you doing? It's the one thing about this movie I don't like is the fact that she said French donut. That's so funny. And it made me so mad. I was like, it's a croissant. Say croissant. Like, Maybe she physically can't say that word. Yeah, maybe like, they did like a hundred takes of yeah. her trying to say like, it. <laughs> and like, fuck, just say French donut. Yeah. I don't care, I want to go home. Yeah, oh, that was the one thing in this whole movie I did not that I disliked was that. And I it's the I'll show you do. It's the only French other note donut. I wrote. It's just the words French donut. Ah <laughs> 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 uh, Things so I liked. <laughs> um performances. Yeah. Yeah. Very and good. just the very exciting camera movements and like transitions. <laughs> very exciting. Okay. I just loved this, like, because it won for film editing, and I can see, like, it's just a really good, like, yeah. it's just the movements of the cameras and like the cutting between, like, it's just done really well. And it's just, yeah, that was for me, was just someone, yeah, you know, studying that sort of stuff was fantastic to watch. Yeah. Nice. Mm. nice. What about you, Nick? Because Kat's pointing at you. Yes, I. I'd watch, uh, yes. Wait, yes, yeah, I'd watch I, it again. Um, yeah, I, like I can't think of anything I don't like about it. It's like doesn't even now French get, donut. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, French <laughs> donut, but like it doesn't get boring or anything, and that's kind of all I want with these yeah. two and a half hour long movies we're watching. Yeah, you want yeah. it to. But um, so many of these are so long. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, it's kind of flawless in a way. Yeah, it's a really good... I think for a movie that's 14 years old, it's pretty fucking yeah, good. Yeah, it's true. held up. Yeah, because like, stru- like, not, there's not any jarring weird special effects or anything. It's just yeah, a strong exactly. drama thriller that... Yeah. It's a strong mm. story and it'll hold up, you know. Into the future. Well, yeah. Um, standout for me was Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm not a Leo fan, like, at all. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. I love Leo. Never seen the Titanic... Like, just, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get the whole obsession with him. But absolute standout for me in this film. Um, And Mark Wahlberg's character as well. Love that accent. I just, I don't know. I feel like everyone, because, you know, in some movies, someone will be putting on an accent and you can really tell and then, like, someone else will have something that's completely different and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Everyone was very uniform and very... Similar, yeah, and I love like that. Most of the art, like the Irish mob, were played by Irish, Irish actors, yeah, yeah. Like, there was a lot of like I know they're genuinely Irish actors, yeah. they're in so many British things, yeah, yeah, like, the main, yeah. Like one of the main guys yeah. who gets who gets taken in for questioning yeah. is from like the Harry Potter movies, yeah. It's just like it's a great, <laughs> yeah, like oh, yeah, you're definitely, you know, yeah. Mm. I really, really appreciated that they're not Americans putting on Irish accents, exactly, they're Irishmen, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, um, and just like. The whole overall, like, dual storylines. I really, yeah. really loved that. 
should we move on? Yeah. To, if, if you if, want. If you like. I mean, um, <laughs> You're right with that? Is that yeah. Is that cool? What we've been watching and what we're excited for. Yeah. Mm. So um, what have I... I haven't really watched anything. It's been a pretty slow week. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say I watched obviously this last night, but since recording last week, I rewatched um Ford versus Ferrari re-watched. last Monday night. Mm. So we finally got it at the shop. So I took it home and watched Is it. it. As good the second time. It around? was so much better. I just lo- oh, <laughs> I have this weird You'll obsession. You'll be all with Matt Damon out after this. <laughs> I, no, I love Matt. It was also weird watching that. And then watching Matt Damon in this, because yeah. I'm like, it's been 14 years, oh, but your face exactly looks like same. it's been, no, your face looks like it's been about 30. Oh, really? <laughs> like uh, in this, he looks like in this, he literally looks like he's like well, early twenties. The whole uh-huh. idea, I guess, of this movie is that it's over like a decade, mm. essentially, because you can't rise through yeah. the ranks that fast. But it's like, yeah. It's not over that long, does it? No, I it's, think it's in, a couple of years. In Infernal yeah. Affairs, it's a decade. Yeah. Mm. So. But like in this, he looks so young. And then in Ford vs. Ferrari, I'm like, you look like a 55-year-old man. <laughs> like, you look like you've aged 30 years. That but it's because, like, Mars at really this point, he's obviously older than what he looks yeah. here. Yeah. And then he's kind of had that little catch-up in the last decade mm. or so to look like his actual age now. Yeah. And, yeah, but so I rewatched that. Um, I watched a couple of episodes of I'm Not Okay With This on Netflix. Yeah, And Kat were talking about it just before the show. I watched two or three and just, I didn't like it. It was kind of just boring. Who's in that? Um, I think I've seen like... Characters from It. The girl that plays the young version of Beth, her name is in It. Mm -hmm. And then the guy that plays Stanley from It. But his character in this is also called Stanley. And it's weird. Yeah, I think mm. I, I've seen trailers on Facebook, just, like in the, silence. The trailer for it made it look kind of. I was like, oh, this looks interesting. Almost like X Men. Yeah, it just kind of like, oh, you know, this is an. But it just wasn't. Mm. It's not. Like three episodes in, and nothing more has happened than like mm. the first five minutes of episode one. Mm. And it's kind of just plot along. I'm like, this is. I'm yeah. not going to go back to it. Okay. So that was a bit disappointing. I um, won't go to it either. Yeah, I mean, check it out if you want, but. I didn't like it. I'm not going to finish it. Um, Fair enough. And obviously, as soon as we finish recording this, I'm going to go watch the Doctor Who series final. Mm. That's like what I'm looking forward to. Nice. It's like I'm ready to go. Find a room here as soon as we finish because my lecture is not for an hour and a half. You're sweet. So You can mm. watch it during your, your lecture and you'd be sweet. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit there with headphones on in the lecture. I'm like, you know... We tend to yeah. take notes. Yeah. Um, Nick? Yeah, that's about it for me, yeah. Um, I will go home and watch episode two of Clone Wars. I haven't watched I, that yet either. Yeah, I've got watch that tonight. That first episode, like, I wasn't massive on it. Like, It was so good. What are you talking was, about? <laughs> it was fun, but I was like, I, I think I expected that team of dudes to die, like, yeah, immediately. Because, okay. uh, like... I think I was expecting like that episode of Rick and Morty where they're like, yeah, they show this team of like heroes, and they're like, "Oh my god, they're so badass!" I just expected them to just immediately go down. Yeah, no, this is just but like, they just stuck around. I was like, "Oh, okay." I think because well, like a lot this of is something different to what I thought. Well, a lot of Clone Wars, like the story's <coughs> kind of like two, three, four episodes. Mm. So I think like we'll get like a, you know three or four episodes out of this, and then yeah. move to the next thing. Yeah. So I think we'll you know they'll be around for 
a couple of episodes and then I, we'll never I, see them I again. Think, I think I did see them in the promo, yeah. so yeah. But yeah, they're on the they're on the still <laughs> for episode two. Yeah. yeah, but otherwise I've been watching like old episodes of it just to like refresh and yeah. oh my god, all that Darth Maul stuff. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Anything else? Mm. Um, no, I've got stuff saved, but oh yeah, um, Invisible Man comes out this week, I think. Oh, is that a horror movie? Is it meant yeah, to be a horror I, movie? Yeah. It's, just, it's Dark Universe attempt like 45. <coughs> Wait, what? Are they actually doing Dark Universe though? I mean, I don't know, because this, this movie was originally slated as part of the Dark Universe and was originally had Johnny Depp playing the Invisible Man. Was the original. <laughs> How can you have an actor playing an invisible thing? <laughs> because. They've done it. I think there's voice. Chevy Chase did it. Oh, it, okay. Yeah. I think at some point he will, like, he will talk. Like he's, mm. And there's also like, obviously most of it's CG. But like. This point, yeah. like the other time, like you know, she's. But like, I don't think this would have been the story if Johnny Depp was playing no, him, though. No. But um, it's changed because they completely abandoned that. Yeah, but so wait, do you know the whole dark no. universe? Sorry. Okay, so the dark How? universe is all. <laughs> so all the. It's the universal monsters. Yeah. So Dracula, uh, Frankenstein's monster, Swamp Thing. All those other Swamp Thing. Oh no, creature from the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Lagoon, whatever it's called. Yeah, and Jekyll and Hyde. They're all. Yeah. And the mummy was an attempt to do that again. It was all like the old Universal monster movies in like the and also fifties. Aren't, aren't, oh, aren't they public okay. domain as well? So yeah, so like, anyone can do yeah. whatever they want with them because they're all like yeah, public domain. Yeah, <coughs> so what they kind of did like Dracula Untold was like the first example. Yeah, and then that didn't go anywhere, and then they made the new Mummy, and the new Mummy movie starts. There's the Universal logo, and then a Dark Universe logo because they went, we're gonna you know. Oh really? Yeah, there's a full Dark Universe logo <laughs> at the start of that film. <laughs> And they're like, this is our jumping off point. We're going to have, you know, Johnny Depp's going to be the Invisible Man. And, um, you know, there's a full like cast photo. On yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah. like Russell Crowe was Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, yeah. And they, he's in The yeah. Mummy. And then that movie just tanked. Aww. And like um, Angelina Jolie was signed on to be the Bride of Frankenstein. And um, Javier Bardem, whatever his name yeah. is, was going to be. Javier Bardem, yeah. Yeah, was going to be Frankenstein's monster. monster. And there's all this thing. That's cool. And then, yeah, the mummy just tanked Damn. and they just stopped. All that I, got I feel like I actually would have enjoyed those Because movies. they went, they everyone's trying to do like the Marvel thing and it's like, we're going to do this mad yeah. shared universe and all these things. It's like, Marvel did it really naturally over like many A long years. Time. Yeah. Like, and everyone's like, decades. look at this team. This is us that we're going to have, right you know. And yeah. it's like just slowly build into it, man. Don't announce all this at the start. Mm. Just go... There's this movie. Oh, look, we're doing The Invisible Man. There's this movie. Oh, look, now that, you know, there's a reference yeah. to this and this. And then. But that's the thing. This, yeah. The way this movie, um, The Invisible Man, looks, I kind of hope it doesn't lead into a yeah, monster no. thing. Like, it doesn't really fit yeah. that. It's just. Like, the whole, like, <laughs> uh, you've seen the trailer. Yeah. 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 I, I kind of hope the twist is, oh, yeah, she is imagining it all. Because otherwise we've seen the whole movie in the trailer. I th- no, I think like, we've seen the whole movie in the trailer. And he, yeah, yeah which that's is, what this which is. Which is a shame. Yeah. But that would have been a nice little yeah. twist on it. But, but they're just trying to make League of, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen again. Like, that's that's what that was in, like, the early 2000s. That was the Universal Monsters team up. Yeah. You had Jekyll and Hyde. You had the Invisible Man. You had Captain Nemo. You had yeah, true. all these characters come mm. together. And it, that movie, <coughs> I love it. Because I, I watched it all the time as a kid. But, oh, God damn, it's awful. All right. <laughs> 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 uh, Okay, um, well, I finished watching The Spy on Netflix, finally. Which one's that? It's got... Um, the Paul Rudd. No, no, it's got... Oh, why can't I remember his name? 
He's married to Isla Fisher. He plays oh, yep. Borat. Oh, yes, um, yeah. Sasha Brown Cohen. Yep, yeah. I, I know what you're I also thought you were talking about the Melissa McCarthy spy movie from <laughs> five years ago. No. Because <laughs> I like, took a couple of sittings, <laughs> didn't it? Um, <laughs> he was phenomenal in yeah, this. Yeah, it looks really good. It's a really, really good mo- uh, miniseries. Yeah. Um, go and watch it if you haven't seen it. It's on Netflix. It's yeah, I saw just, the trailer. It's phenomenal. Mm. It's incredibly sad. But so so good, um, and I I watched Logan Lucky after we watched this, yep. and I'd seen it before, but I forgot that Daniel Craig was in it. <laughs> and mate, he, that is probably one of my favorite movie characters like yeah. of all time because he is just so goddamn funny. He's so good in that movie too. So like, like bleach platinum hair, yeah, like mad crew cut, like arms as big as tanks. And just yeah, it's the best. such a thick southern <coughs> accent. Yeah. It's just so, so good. <laughs> he, he, he's pretty good. That's also a Netflix, so go watch yeah. that. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Every week. Every week is <laughs> a weird noise that comes out of me. Um, is that it for... That's it for me. Nick, yeah. have you picked a movie for next week? No. You had one job. Oh, was I? Oh. Remember last week, Cat um, picked, and you're like, oh, I think I'll get to pick. And I was like, next week. And Are then, like, pulp? he hasn't picked. You know what? I was about to have a look, too. Oh, my God. Pick Pulp Fiction. I'm going to smack in the head. I'm going to not You were pick late, and you haven't yet. picked. Yeah. You were like, hey, I was late. <laughs> yeah. Because we decided I we'd meet here. later because we wanted to be hungover. <laughs> <laughs> I was the first one here, though. Yeah, you were, which is really bad. From our, yeah. To be fair, I would have been here 20 minutes earlier if it didn't take me 20 minutes to go one kilometre <laughs> <laughs> on the stupid bypass. <laughs> And also uh, the fact that I kept getting behind. There was four times on my way here between highways, main roads, and the bypass. Mm. And I got stuck behind old women going <laughs> 10 kilometers under the speed limit, oh, smoking cigarettes. Don't you love that? Four times. To be fair, though, I went through a car wash and got pulled over by the police this morning. So you guys have no excuses. In the car wash? Or? No. <laughs> yeah, obviously in the car afterwards. Wash. <laughs> All right, Nick, what do we, what do we go with? Oh, sorry, I'm going to open yours. <coughs> um, Excuse me. Oh, uh, I'm just going to zoom in. The first one I look at, we're watching. We've definitely already seen it. All right, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Had we? Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Alien. Yes! Is Aliens on there too? Aliens is on there too. So okay. we're going to watch two movies. Yeah. No, love it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Alien, yes, yes, Aliens yes. next week. Let's kick it. Woo! Oh, I haven't watched them in so long. <laughs> I love those movies. I haven't seen two, so. Really? Yeah. I love I think the, I, I haven't seen three or four, but then I've seen all like the new you don't ones. Want to. <laughs> oh, really? So I've seen like one and two, I've and seen then. Covenant. Like Prometheus and. Covenant. I haven't seen Covenant. I've seen Prometheus, though. Mm. Alrighty. So, um, where can people find us, Kat? You can find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or iHeartRadio, whatever you listen to us on. Doesn't matter. Take your pick. And how can people contact us? You can email us at... Watch Watch. it again. Sorry. (laughs) Watch it again, (laughs) pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, You can leave a comment or message us on Instagram or Facebook. We're at... Um, watch it again podcast. Pod, yeah. or pod? All these are, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, and email address are linked 
in yep. each episode description too if you just want to scroll down and please leave us a review we'll read yep. it out we'll critique it if you've got any ideas about movies um send them in if you want us to talk about something specific also send that in yeah Woo. just send us your thoughts good yep. or bad we're and, here um, for it one very lucky listener was gifted the 101 movie posters poster oh what yeah, this oh, week. is this the one you bought for me that I did? Yeah, want? I, bought, I totally like. <laughs> I was in the bookshop and like it was marked down because they're shutting. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I'll buy it because you didn't respond straight away. And I was yeah. like, I'll just buy it. It was like four bucks or whatever. And then I was like, Hey, cat, do you want the poster? And you're like, Nah. And I was like, Oh, okay. I've got nowhere to put it. So I had the poster. <laughs> so one of the guys that works with my dad that listens to this now has the poster. So oh, nice. that's Bob. So nice. You're welcome. Enjoy. You can follow along at home and scratch it off. Yeah, scratch yeah. it off. It was the last one there, so anyone oh, else. I haven't yeah, scratched I off the things on it for mine, ages. It's such I a pain scratched in the mine up off and it's caught up, but because I started scratching off before, before we, we started yeah. this, all three Batman movies are scratched <laughs> off. Oh, oh, I love that. So oh, we're gonna have to do them. Soon. Everything else everything else is scratched off that we've watched. Mm. And then there's just three <laughs> Batman movies scratched off. So I think this is number I think this week was number twenty two. Was it the 22nd movie we've done, I think? Possibly. Oh, but not 22nd no, episode. It's episode 19, but I think it's the 22nd because oh. we did the three oh, Star Wars. No, we're, and Back we've to done a couple of trilogies. Yeah, so. we did. Yeah, the three Star Wars, so that's an extra two. And we'll so do Aliens, so that'll be. Back to the Future, that's an extra two, so that's 22. Yeah. And Terminator, mm-hmm. so it's 23. Right. So this is the 23rd. Cool. So cool. Alien and Aliens will get us to 25 in Maybe episode 20. Oh my God. Over the next like three weeks we should pick some older movies yeah. we say that every week yeah. no like, but we've actually got yeah. to yeah, or else we're just going to be stuck with all the Japanese stuff at the end yeah, yeah. <coughs> so I think yeah. yeah after Alien and Aliens next week I think we're going to yeah do a we'll start intersecting like some real old ones from like the 40s and 50s on the list and there's one from 1926 that we'll we'll put like our get to. student hats on and yeah we'll really analyse yeah. I think yeah so I think we'll probably have to try to find maybe a time to watch mm. some of them together yeah if we can yeah I'm yeah. Probably not going to be able no. to, but sure. Me and Nick <laughs> might. Um, anyway, so uh, thank you everyone for listening. We will see you guys next week with Alien and Aliens. Until then, I'm Jacob. I'm Kat. I'm Nick. See you later. Bye.